Hello and welcome to the Modern Musclehead Podcast. This is Scott Tuzna of MetabolicMasterpiece.com. Join with me, as always, my co-host Brian Cron of BrianCron.com. Today we're going to be uh, well sharing what's going on with our training. I'm mixing things up this week. We're going to be talking about pre-workouts as well as um, just some dumb shit that we've been seeing this week and some quality tips for you to take action on today. Brian, how the heck's it going, brother? I am fantastic, man. Fantastic. It is a gorgeous weather here, and i am got my coffee. I'm rested. I'm going to go train later, so how much better could a Saturday be? Seriously, man. I hear you, brother. <laughs> I hear you. It's, it's freaking blue skies here, although we are just hovering <laughs> above the freezing mark. Uh, next week is looking like it's going to be a good week for us. Uh, after we record the show, i got to train a client, then I'm going to be doing um, some specialized training on my calves and abs. Might even hop on the stair climber for like 15 minutes just for just for the fuck of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's been good. It's been an exciting week after the following up that podcast last week that we had with um, Borg Fugerly. If I say that wrong again, um, that was an excellent show. It's great to see all the downloads there, all the plays. Uh, definitely our most popular show so far. So we got some legendary guests lined up. I I could be more stoked, and then we'll be sprinkling in our conversations as we're having today. So it's just it's been exciting to see how the show has been growing. Yeah, it is kind of cool. I had you know I had no idea people were that interested in building muscle, which gives me hope. Seriously. Excuse me. Yeah. And, and just listening to old bros just talking shit. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we are old, man. <laughs> We're experienced. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your training week been like this week? Well, actually, a wholesale change. I was going to uh keep riding out twice a day for about another month cuz uh it I do find it's it's fantastic for hypertrophy, but I've decided that it's, I'm going to start my diet a little bit earlier because uh, my schedule, I'm looking at the summer schedule and I'm going to start the diet, uh, I think in the first week of April so that I'm going to go back down to once a day, but start throwing in uh, a little bit more cardio, maybe start at three days a week and gradually increase it and obviously eat less. So, uh, hence the only once a day training and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of excited. It's just been a, it was a fantastic experiment though. I mean, especially in, in, in weak body parts, I really noticed some progress. So, uh, I'll be playing with different things either with myself and when I work with people on different uh, ways to use frequency to bring up weak points, including training twice a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It's, it's definitely a variable that is not manipulated enough. I know through the yeah. past Two years for myself, um, I've mixed up the frequency quite a bit. I've gone through phases yep. where I'm hitting everything twice a week, um, hitting body parts just once a week, um, three times a week, and then all the way up to five times a week uh, that I did for that one four-week phase. So it's, ah, I, I think it, it gets you out of your habits and routines, um, and we just kind of get married to our splits sometimes, whether it's three times a week full body or the, the full-out bro split where you're hitting every body part once a week. Yeah, and I'm I'm figuring out, uh, especially like you know, I talked to so many guys and I've been at this so long. I, like the, the the trick is is that you got to find something that that you like and that you kind of see some results from it, and you do you have to let yourself get married to it. and You have to milk the crap out of it, and mm-hmm. you have to like just you have to just kill that. If, what, let's say it's I don't know training a certain body part split. Just work it. Go a twelve sixteen week. Go a year until you're just absolutely not making progress. And then switch it up, exactly. You know, so I think 
I think people sometimes they they there's all these options that they switch they switch up a little too frequently, mm-hmm. which uh, you know if you're really advanced, you, you probably have to do that a little bit more. But if you're just kind of you know still making your way towards your your genetic limit, uh, you know you kind of get something, get comfortable with it, just absolutely freaking kill it, like master it, and then switch things up. So. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's something that this this whole experiment has taught me too. So, yeah, I've been it, kind of along that same line. I, I've gone through phases like that before, where I give it twelve weeks on a certain mm-hmm. program and and ride out. And there's other times where I have switched it up each month. And I mean, both yeah, are both yeah. are good. Both have their benefits. But uh, I find I'm I'm starting to periodize things a bit more, where I'm I'm sticking with a certain frequency or a certain split yeah. for, for 12, 16 weeks. And um, just as you mentioned, like uh, my workout partner and I, this is our 16th week on a body part split. It's a four-day split. Um, what are we doing? We're doing uh, chest and biceps on one day one, legs day two, uh, shoulders with some chest specialization on day three, and then back and triceps on day four. And... Um, so then, but we usually hit the gym five days a week and there's, it depends on how we split our days off in there. Yep. So we're, there's one body part or two body parts that are um, getting hit twice a week and the rest are just once. And it's been mm-hmm. great. We've really enjoyed it, but it's funny. Both of us, this, the exact same day this week, we both look at each other and go, this is fucking exhausting. Like we're start, we're feeling <laughs> that the high volume from it, um, yep. it's just taking its, its toll on us. So we definitely yep. are ready for a change. And it's interesting how your body kind of gives you a single body and your mind. Like you just, it starts to wear on you mentally and emotionally. Oh, oh totally. And even if it is like, even if everything I said was just bullshit and like just total placebo, <laughs> like, like, like a Bro. total placebo effect, you know, like it's, it, the placebo effect is, <laughs> is powerful, man. And, and even if it's just making a, making a change when you absolutely you've pushed something and you work the hell out of it and you're just burnt out, you don't even want to see those exercises anymore. Like, that's when like making a change is so helpful just mentally. Like it just, it just gets you fresh, gets you kind of, you know, everything feels kind of new again. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, guess, yeah. I guess it's like a new, a new girlfriend. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, it sparks your enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you got that puppy love again. It's uh, yeah, puppy love with a new training program. I fucking love it. Or lust. That's more like a lust instead of, yeah, yeah, man. it goes from love to lust right on. Yeah. Frick love, man. I want lust. Dirty lust. <laughs> Oh jeez. So what's uh what's your split going to look like then um at this point? Uh actually going to go down to um <laughs> that's going to sound funny. I'm going to go down to 5 days a week. Yeah. Uh no yeah, but just yeah, just a basic 5 day a week split, probably um upper body twice uh or excuse me, uh, lower body twice, upper body three times. Um still probably I like to double up on uh my pressing movements cuz that's just a, an aesthetically weak uh, point on me like pulling like posterior chain back biceps that's that's a, better than my pushing mm-hmm. <laughs> muscles so um so I'll, I'll i'll structure it that way uh, because i'll slowly be cutting calories i'm, I'm not going to do anything too crazy in terms of volume mm-hmm. but uh certainly not just doing this bullshit you read online like yeah, only do 10 sets per workout you know like uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and uh just yeah just Playing with different cardio modalities, um, and of course, being way more on top of my diet, and yeah, I'm just slow and steady. I mean, just the way you know. I, I talked to Jeff Alberts from uh, 
three D muscle journey. He's going to come on our show, and uh, he gave me some really good good tips too. And just yeah, being consistent and not making any crazy changes, and taking it slow. Can't wait to get him on here. Yeah, he's the yeah. he's the king of taking it slow. After watching his journey last year, like almost a full oh. year of <laughs> something else. I don't want to be cutting for a year right now, but uh, I don't have to cut no, for man. a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he told me that. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. I mean, it's awesome and it's terrifying at the same time. <laughs> uh, it was fun to follow that journey. It's uh, it's it's fun to see people going through a cutting phase and and just kind of see the differences that. Um, well, how they're going about it compared to how others are going about it. And I've been following yeah. some some other the big pros. It's it's always interesting seeing how how like some of the other well, I can say juiced up pros. <laughs> it's it's yeah, a yeah. bit of a difference, but seeing how they go through about their cutting phase and it they're still they're hammering the volume. They're doing full out body part splits, high volume workouts, right up to their contest. So it's it's pretty interesting. The other thing I found interesting is their their workouts really aren't all that different. No, we're doing like people think I think they they think in order to get to that level, they must be doing something different. They must have some sort of magical program split. And I'm I'm telling you, like I've been seeing a lot of like I've been in some of their membership sites and and seeing their like they're recording their videos and sharing it with their members. And I'm like, damn, this is this is no more complicated or complex than what I'm doing. Um, But there is there's a certain level of. I think it's the effort, it's the focus yep. and concentration that they put into every single rep, and obviously the performance-enhancing drugs uh, are, are going to help out. But it's not just that; it's like they take a no. program design and they work it to the fullest. They give every ounce of their being to every single rep and every single work. I think that's what makes them stand out. I think people really should look look at that more so than looking for a magical split to follow, because all the fucking splits work. Um, it's how you work those splits that's that's really going to produce the results for you. You know, people like that's my my biggest beef with with a, especially a lot of natural competitors is that they way too they put too much uh, emphasis on on the drugs from these guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, and yeah, yeah, obviously they work. You're the and they work really really well. And these guys, you know, who are on the Olympia and Arnold Classic stage, they respond really well to it. Like you and me, we could take their exact you know, cocktail from their coaches, you know, perfectly. And we wouldn't look like that. We don't have mm-hmm. the receptors to respond like that. They're genetically gifted. But at the end of the day, I mean, like, it, it, if, if you leveled the playing field, those would still be the best bodybuilders in the world. I mean, because that's, like, the drugs, they don't have that much of a difference. I mean, they make the, you know, they make a huge difference, yes. But, I mean, these dudes are pros because, mainly because of their, their genetics and their work ethic and the time they put into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. And then the supplements obviously, but yeah. it's, uh, you know, I think some, I think sometimes, especially the natural guys, they kind of, they, they, they sell themselves short because they think, Oh, I'll, I'll, you know, I could never make, you know, uh, you know I, I don't take anything. So I, I, you know, I could never compete or I could never, you know, put on 10 pounds of muscle or whatever. You know, I got a guy on Facebook all the time and, and he's a, a, a well-known strength guru, and he is constantly posting. I mean, he's a little bit older. He's he's fifty now, but he's constantly posting how he's genetically done. He's done. He'll never add another mound, uh, ounce of muscle. And I'm like, well, have you tried this with your training, with your frequency, with your volume? And he's like, no, that won't work. That yeah. won't work. I'd have he's just to, married, yeah, he's like, married to his own style. Yeah, he's like, I'd have to be on drugs for that to work. And I'm like, 
I'm like you're uh, I'm like you're such a buzzkill, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like you're like uh anyway. And you but, wrote about that on your blog recently too, BrianCron.com. Yes, I did. List. Yeah, that's that's great. Uh, another great art. Lots of great articles. I loved your um your little things that you learned in the gym. That was a great little write up as as well. Good shit. You're always writing great content. We can go into that forever, but that, just send people I, to BrianCron.com and read all your fucking I'm just, articles. I know I'm just fantastic. You know, you I, are. sometimes I just yeah. I mean I just I just look at myself and I'm like, damn. I just yeah. Ma- anyway. Master Cron. Yeah. <laughs> right here, baby. That's right. Um yeah, so I'm looking forward to a, a change as well this week. We are going to be doing some uh this is gonna be my high frequency project. Um it's been interesting. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really looking at the I mean, I it started with calves, like I know calves in order to get them to grow um the best thing that's always worked for me has been high frequency and i experimented with high frequency training i did four weeks on it back in september and it went really well for strength gains but i mean most of my workouts three of the five workouts were focused on the three to five rep range and it took its toll on us at the end of the four weeks we were definitely done with it we couldn't take another week on that program but i hit pbs in that final week and everything was going fantastic so i'm going to change up um, the different, the volumes and intensities, uh, with each workout, but kind of, kind of ease into things. We've been doing this body part split. So now we're going to just start off with the, the tried and true, um, upper, lower, um, strength focus workout and push, pull legs, hypertrophy focus training. Um, that that's always worked really, really well for me. Oh, that's an awesome split, man. I mean, that's, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, my body responds very well. Um, so we're going to start with that for four weeks and then uh, then dive into five times a week per body part, lower volume per workout. Um, but at the end of the day, it's going to be, at the end of the week, it's going to be pretty high volume training per body part. And then probably look at three times a week um, split. So the next 12 weeks is kind of laid out for bumping up. Mm-hmm. Pl- playing with the frequency um, three times a week may not seem like high frequency from, to people even two times a week. Um, but to me, where I'm at right now, um, I think it's going to be great. And we'll see at the end of 12 weeks if we're, we want to keep it high again. Again, it's just, just listening to our, our bodies and riding out for as long as we can. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, if the, the more you can, I mean, obviously plans always change as as you mm. as you kind of get in, especially especially when you're dieting. Um, but yeah, that's that's great. You've kind of mapped it out in advance, as opposed to just you know kind of winging it. Yeah, yeah. I have the idea. In mind. I don't want to just jump into high frequency, but <laughs> man, I've been I've been reading reading a lot about it, and um, especially after having Borg on the call last week, and he's a fan of the the high frequency training. Um, just, yeah, come across a few other articles. I mean, you know what? It's, it's outside of my comfort zone and it's probably exactly where I need to be at this point. And, uh, mm-hmm. he brought up some real interesting points about like with my, with my bro splits and body part splits, like those, those workouts I'm hitting some heavy lifts. So strength focused in there, the, the moderate rep range and the high rep range. And, um, he was talking about how that, that may cause an interference effect. Like you're not getting the maximum benefit from the strength focus training and the hypertrophy training, you're, you're kind of better off doing one day where you're, you're strength focused, the next day like moderate rep range, and the next day high rep range type thing. It, not necessarily in that order, but whatever workout you're doing that day, they focus on a certain rep range. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So it was, it was really interesting to hear those perspectives. 
I don't know how yeah. convinced I am about it. I don't. I, I haven't seen a lot of research or anything on it. Not that that matters a hell of a lot, but mm-hmm. I'm excited to experiment and to see how my body responds to to that style of training. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I used to. I find it really frustrating, you know, especially when I working in, in bodybuilding publishing for so long. It's like I, I'd see all these things that people were doing, you know. It's, uh, so and so does this split. So and so does that. Like different frequencies, volume. You know, everything's different, and everyone was getting results. And I, I, I kind of, I'd be almost frustrated by it because I couldn't see, uh, I couldn't see what they had in common. Like, which really was just they worked out, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm like, 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 I'm like, where's the rhyme or reason here? Like, there has to be something. And then it occurred to me is just that like everything does work, mm-hmm. but the body adapts. So you just have to kind of figure out what's you know, a kind of figure out what works best for you and then how like when it's time to change and, and, and move away from that and do something different. Exactly. And that, that's kind of the yeah, it's kinda of, at least for me and that's always been the key to progress is just, you know, you know, knowing when to make a change and doing something kind of radically different and because and that's the key to, to sparking growth. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And what one thing I've really noticed for the past couple of weeks has been sleep. Holy shit. My sleep has been freaking awesome. Um, been going to bed at, at a decent time. I, I Typically, I get up pretty damn early in the morning. Uh, I'm usually up shortly after five. So I got to make sure I'm getting to bed at a decent time. Um, I've gone through ebbs and flows this year. But the, yeah. I think the best thing for me is I, I've really cut down on my, my coffee intake, my caffeine intake, um, just chilling at night. And uh, this week has probably been my best week of sleep. Um, consistently and it's made a huge difference in my training and my enthusiasm towards training so my effort has been through the roof my excitement has been through the roof I just feel fresh every workout except like kind of knowing that I need to change up this routine but all in all good I think a lot of it has to do with my my, my laying low on the the caffeine stuff I think uh, that's been really 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 good and I noticed your we, there's a good conversation on Facebook this week. I think it started with Joy Victoria. She was um, quoting you. I don't know where she was getting that quote from, but you were discussing like pre-workouts. And um, well, I'll let oh, you gosh. you dive into yeah. that. Like how it's just been. It's it's so much. I mean, it's I never used to take a pre-workout before, um, <laughs> and then I started taking like just 200 milligrams of caffeine. And then I, I started combining the, the EC stack, caffeine and ephedrine. I really like that because the clarity and focus mm-hmm. seemed to really help for me. And then mm-hmm. I started trying. I always hated pre-workouts. I, was, I couldn't stand it. And then I started reading yep. more about beta alanine and some of the benefits there. I'm like, yeah, okay, most of these pre-workouts have creatine, beta alanine, and caffeine. I'm already taking mm-hmm. creatine and caffeine. Um, why not just take a pre-workout that has beta alanine in it? Um, so it's been interesting so for the past two months i've been taking some pre-workout drinks and i'm kind of enjoying it um but i want to hear your your insights into it especially when it comes to the controversial topic of adrenal fatigue or or just how it's how it's kind of might be messing with us a bit well like again like like because i i came up i came up many years ago like uh (laughs) and everything was um it was just commonplace. Like when you, when you wanted to start to lean down, like you go to the, you go to the health food store <laughs> and you, you buy a, you know, a $6 bottle of ephedrine and a $4 bottle of caffeine and a 99 cent bottle of aspirin. And, and you take that three times a day. And I, I think it was in body opus. That's where he was recommending, uh, you know, fi- uh, 50 milligrams of ephedrine. 
or might have started at 25. I'd have to double check. I have three copies of the book if anyone wants one. But uh, so I, I would you do that three times a day, and of course you kind of get hooked on that that feeling of you know it gives you a nice for me it, it makes me feel awesome like it's just yeah more focus more energy I swear my mood is better um, and so I would get married to these things and and just milk it for. I could not imagine going to lift for years without without taking ECA before that. Like just, it just it's just unfathomable. I couldn't, you know, I would never do that. And then eventually, I just, you know, as the they became illegal, obviously. But then, you know, you keep reading more and more stuff about how they overstress the adrenals and blah blah blah. Um, yeah, I, I decided to uh, to kick them and just you know go down to coffee, and it took. God, it probably took six months for me to feel just normal again. That, that I could go to the gym, uh, you know, and get a good workout in, and not always feel, you know, like I was missing something. Mm-hmm. And and also, like then that kind of that whole period kind of corresponded with me getting a lot more into the health side of things and and monitoring my blood work and and all these other measures and um, just my thyroid's never been great since then. So I've had to. I think there's a correlation between like ECA use and like, you know, how well your thyroid operates and uh, that's all tied into adrenal health. And I mean, that's a whole other shit storm, like adrenal right. fatigue and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. In, but uh, certainly the f- physicians that I deal with today, they all think there's something to it. They think the name adrenal fatigue is a total misnomer, but there's just, I keep hearing, I think there's something to it. You know what I mean? That it, it, you can't just say, oh, adrenal fatigue is bullshit. You know, there's... It's it's all kind of related, so yeah. So to get back to your question, man, like I I'll use coffee, um, I'll use I do I do use beta alanine. I think it's cool. Um, so maybe like caffeine, beta alanine, obviously creatine, but anything beyond that, I just won't touch it. Right. Yeah. So that's but it, if it's if it's yeah. So caffeine, beta alanine, creatine. Yeah. That's kind of most yeah most stacks out there. Most products they throw other stuff like L tyrosine or arginine and few other yeah. things in there it, uh, it really has me no no citadel they're tier one they're probably yeah, like good. the cleanest yeah. the cleanest product out there in terms of like that's all that's in there just caffeine creatine mm-hmm. and beta alanine um man i've been having a hard time just finding plain old beta alanine like i'm just really debating about just kind of doing my own thing just get some beta alanine my creatine and uh, the caffeine tablets and rolling with yeah. that i don't I don't know. It's yeah. I use a capsule one now. It's yeah, like with it's got citrulline malate and and arginine beta alanine. I don't know. I mean, they certainly work. Uh, you get a better pump. I don't. I don't know if they put on a, a, a measurable amount of muscle per se, right. but you know, but uh, it's they're not worthless. I, mm-hmm. I will say that as opposed to eighty percent of the shit that's out there, it's it's not worthless. Right. Um, but. <sighs> I, you know, I, I just think that you can get so much out of just the way you, you can use foods. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you can, yeah. you, you know, you can get, you want, you want a better pump, eat more carbs. You know, it works amazingly well. Drink more water, you know, get better sleep. That'll give you way better pump. Train better. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That'll no give you way- pickles. Pickles <laughs> is something I've heard uh, as well. And I've used it and definitely uh, my what? workout partner. Pickles. I think I heard that from Jason Ferugia first, and uh, Pickle. dude, pickles. Have a couple pickles before you work what? out. My my vascularity what? is definitely. I have no idea. I don't what know if f- it's a salt in there or what the fuck is in there, but. Uh, what are yeah. you fucking pregnant? Yeah, dude. 
You're pregnant, yeah, man. That's yeah. what you're Me problems. and Arnold were making, uh, what's that movie again? Junior or whatever the hell? Twins? I don't know. <laughs> what the, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, yeah, crazy. But no, no. I, I mean, I don't do that one every, all the time. But every once in a while, whenever I do, I'm like, oh, damn, there's something to it. Yeah. Well, whenever I work with a young guy, though, I should just hammer this point home. And I look at it and I ask for their supplement lists. Hard gainers always are taking the way too many pre-workouts and stimulants and they're like they're just cranking themselves up and then they wonder why they can't sleep well, eat well, you know, why they're not getting stronger. It's cuz they're 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 stealing from Peter to pay Paul, you know what I mean? Like mm. they're they're t- so it's like the first thing I would take out is is all the stimulants. Mhm. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy because so. like they they'll they'll drink their pre workout and then on the way to the yeah. the gym they're drinking their their monster drink which is fucking loaded with more oh. caffeine and stimulants and I swear like all these guys on YouTube all the young guys they're all like monster drinks this and pre workouts that it really it really is it's rampant so, it's rampant in our industry with the the younger crowd definitely way over so freaking stupid that is like the stupidest thing you can do that is yeah that is yeah that is that is the stupidest thing you can do just crank up your stress levels that high so oh my god that's just so dumb it's so <laughs> dumb you're like have you ever noticed like when you forget to take this shit let's say i don't know whatever you run out or you're in a rush and then you're like oh and you get to the gym you kind of you kind of feel like a bag of ass and you're like oh you know i wish i would have had my monster dream whatever once you get going you know, you spend, you know, you do your five, 10 minutes, you get through your first exercise, whatever, or you do your, your fruity tooty dynamic warm up. All of a sudden, you, most times you'll feel fine. Yep. You know, you just have, you know, you just have to get going. And unless you trade like a total pussy, your body will kind of, you know, kick your ass up and get you into it. So, yeah, I did that oh my. Back, back in the, in the fall. I took out all supplements, I didn't take a single supplement. Yeah didn't notice a difference i had to eat more food to make up for the <laughs> yeah. like, the convenience yeah. of the whey protein powder but um yeah. yeah didn't notice a difference in my training my gains anything there was no difference at all so um yeah a very 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 interesting for sure experiment but uh yeah yeah i'm not sure what i'll do with the pre-workout stuff right now but yeah i'll probably end up cutting it out i do like sipping on branch chain amino acids while I'm working, I think it's just that little bit of yeah. something in my water while I'm working out. I don't yeah. know. I could just drink flavored water; it'd be all fine. But then there's probably fucking aspartame that's going to kill me. All yeah, those trace amounts. Yeah, that's it. All right. So talking about dumb shit, let's let's dive into some dumb shit that we've uh, come across this week. I think for okay, I think for me, probably one of the dumbest things that I've seen is. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with, hmm. I wrote that, I got to be careful because I'm sure there's younger people listening to our podcast right now. And I don't want to, um, as I wrote in that, uh, in an article recently, kind of talking about a lot of dumb shit that I see some of these younger guys doing and, and just the whole Instagram thing where everyone on Instagram is an online coach as long as they have abs on there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that drives me nuts. That's dumb shit too. Like 17 year old yeah. online coaches. Yeah, I've been working out for a year, got abs. Come, oh, get, I'll give you meal plans and and workout programming. That's crazy shit. There, oh. that's dumb shit right there. But or, or work to, con- contest prep. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh God's sake. It's crazy. <laughs> dumb. Dumb. Dumb shit. So anyway, I don't want to yeah. pick on the young guys because there's some brilliant young guys I'm seeing out there. They're definitely they got access to way more information than than we ever had, and they're they're like a lot of them are getting mentored by some experienced mm-hmm. bros mm-hmm. like us. Um, 
yeah, they're way ahead of the game than I was when I was 19, 20, early 20s. No doubt oh, yeah. about it. No doubt about it. So so the young guys, I mean, I'm learning a lot from you as, as well. So not a knock on the young guys, but um, it, it's interesting. For myself, I look back when I started in this industry at 23 uh, as a personal trainer, and um, I, I, I laugh. I want to slap myself silly. I, I'd go back in time when I was 23, even though I had four years of, of education uh, through human kinetics and learning the biomechanics, anatomy, physiology, all that kind of great stuff. Got some other certifications in addition to that. Um, I was knowledgeable and I had like 10 years experience of lifting under me at that point or nine years. And uh, I still go back in time. I'd slap myself silly for some of the stuff that I believed in, some of the stuff that I did. And uh, it was just a whole different ball game in my early 20s. And Like I could eat when I was in my early 20s, I could eat whatever the fuck I wanted. I, I would eat a tub of ice cream a week, easy um, pizza, I'd drink my face off on the weekend, go to Taco Bell afterwards, <laughs> and still have ripped abs. So the dumb shit that I came across this week is 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 a post by um, a guy who has a pretty big following on, on iTunes, on Instagram, and Facebook. Oh. Um, he's got some oh, products God. out there. Um, so he's got some different workout programs and all cutting programs and all that stuff and uh so he's lately he's just been posting all this like all his his um cheat meals and and reward meals all that kind of stuff and and so he talked about how he went away on vacation and lost weight and just always oh you see well it's 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 stupid to uh to be trying to to lose weight and and avoid your you got to have a flexible diet but all they showing is like you can pig out and eat all this crap and still lose weight type stuff but it's taking that whole flexible dieting thing to the extreme, which I think is crazy. You're not showing, you're not being as transparent as you should be showing, yeah. showing how you're living life. Like you're eating really good most of the time. You have your cheat meals here and there like we do. Fine. Um, but you're fucking 23. And like so you stupid, can get man. away with probably more cheat meals than I could get away with right now. But I say like to all those younger guys out there right now, I mean, it was a game changer. When I hit 25, 26, I couldn't eat like I could when I was 19, 20. A lot of it has to do with overall activity level, but I mean, things freaking change. And the, the quicker you learn that and the quicker you start to clean up, clean up your nutrition, yeah, yeah. Um, and not worry about so much of those epic cheat meals and all that stuff, I think the better off you are. And, and I just... Oh, I just... Yeah, well, it, drives, it drives me nuts to see that. Just all they post is the crap that they eat. Well, that's the thing. The pendulum has gone way too far in the other direction. I mean, when I came up, it was stupid because we used to have like bad food and good food, you know, and I remember all the books I'd read is like, okay, it's 16 weeks out. You can no longer eat. And the list would be like 10 pages long. It'd be like, holy Christ, you're left with sweet potatoes and egg whites. Um, So obviously like that was stupid and and I bought into that. And I, you know, and I still kind of, I'm still trying to break out of that a little bit i still kind of see foods as good and bad but at the end of the day yes there are there are bad foods i'm sorry trans fat you can still eat it you're not going to freaking die but there's just no nutritional benefit of eating that you're displacing you know it's like what berardi calls dietary displacement like every time you eat something absolutely shitty you're kind of that's you're displacing the opportunity to eat something nutritious that has actual nutritive value now it doesn't, you know, it doesn't mean you can't eat this stuff. Mm-hmm. And and that was like that's kind of like the whole point of flexible dieting is that, you know, yeah, if you've hit your 
if you've eaten really well throughout the day and, and hit your macros, like, and there's a little bit of room left for, I don't know, some ice cream or what have you, yeah, you can have a, a small portion of it if it fits your macros. Like, that was kind of the spirit behind it. But people have taken it to this just stupid levels, man. Like, building diets around shitty food and, and, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then posting pictures of it. Like, that's how, like, you're, you're supposed to eat. Um, yeah, I, just dumb as hell. I mean, and it's hit the main, it's hit the mainstream too. Like they did a some guy. Uh, there was a talk where I live here, just like with just like mainstream, like an obese society kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And a, and a friend of mine is a is a researcher, and and he's you know, he he got up and said, "Look, people, there are bad foods. You know, there are bad." And he was like practically booed off the stage. Hmm. Like you know, people just don't want to hear that. Like they so, yeah, dumb shit. How about you? Does, What's some of the dumb shit that you've come across this week? Anything that's uh, top of your mind d- right now? Oh fuck, dude! I'm 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 nonstop inundated with dumb shit. I mean, <laughs> you know, fa- you know, Facebook should be just called dumb shit book. You know, <laughs> you know, it's just it's, especially in fitness and training. I mean, uh, I like where do I start? I mean, I I don't know. I I think it's uh, probably the 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 dumbest. <laughs> Dumbest thing I've seen this week. Uh, oh boy, that that's a tough call. You know, I I, hmm, I don't know, man. We'll save it for next week. We'll save, we'll save think it. For- yeah, yeah. Plan plan your dumb shit in advance. Tip of the week. I'm gonna leave off. I'm gonna be going to train a client in about five ten minutes here, so I'm gonna cut this off. Yeah. Um, Auto regulation, something that I've been hearing a lot about. Again, Jeff Alberts, hearing from him. I think even Alberto Nunez was talking about it this week. Uh, Borg was talking about it last week. Um, a lot of these guys, I mean, a lot of us, I mean, it's always focused on progress, progress. You got to put more weight on the bar and we all know that there's, there's, um, you can't always, there's a limit to getting stronger, always increasing your strength. Um, but there's something to say for you. You have a program one week, you, you, um, you feel strong and you're fucking cranking up numbers next week, same workout. You may not just, you might not have it. And it's okay. It's smart. It, rather than try to force out the same kind of weight or try to force yourself to increase the weight each and every week, just you got to listen to your body. I think you end up having a much, much better workout when uh, when you don't beat yourself up for not making progress in terms of strength and you just end up going with the weight that feels right to you that day and you push it hard with that weight. And uh, it may mean more reps or same reps with a lighter weight, but you're still getting in a hell of a freaking workout. So I think just getting more in tune with your body and um, I guess your your energy levels for each and every workout. Yeah, that that's – and unfortunately, these are things that you can only learn through your experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like as you're – if you're a beginner, like there's – you probably don't – you haven't earned the right to auto-regulate mm-hmm. quite as much. But yeah, once you know your body and, and kind of how you feel – uh yeah that's it, it's always good it's always good to be able to make a judgment call like saying all right today you know what i think i'm gonna go at 50 percent today and just kind of just get a really good pump and get out of here you know mm-hmm. but uh yeah if you're finding you're, you're making those calls more often than not then there's something there's something going wrong you right. know, your program your program sucks your diet sucks your lifestyle sucks amen to that yeah yeah so true so yeah. so true Right on, brother. Well, I am running out the door, going to go abuse a client, then abuse myself. And uh, great call. Nice uh, nice catching up with just you. And uh, I'm just stoked for the guests that we have lined up. And uh, yeah, I'm just stoked to share our cutting journeys as well. And uh, we can talk about that uh, 
next time as well, how things are going with that. Bottom line, hope everyone enjoyed the conversation. Hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks for your support, and uh, we look forward to catching up with you all next week.